1: Going
0: nonstop. Sean,
1: Sean with former QB, Sean Salisbury. Freezing rain and spitting snow. Curled up behind some garbage cans. That time of the week, as we do every single Monday here on the Sean Salisbury Show, we welcome in Astros broadcaster Steve Sparks. We sure do. We sure do with little Craig Morgan, too, huh? Nice. Steve Sparks joins us, as he does every single week at this time on a Monday. Well, the uh, Red Sox come to town for a four-gamer. Steve, welcome in. Let, let me start here with this first off. is Are the Astros, in your mind, doing the little details that are necessary for them to win a division?
0: No. No, there's no way. Uh, I mean, it starts and ends with pitching, but I mean, even the fundamentals... The base running and things like that—they've they, they've got to get cleaned up if they want to get to the postseason. That's just—that's my opinion, but I—I I, I think it's pretty evident for everybody.
1: Yeah, Steve, I'm curious when, when this happens for a team that's got such a solid nucleus from the manager through the clubhouse. How, how, how does—is—is is, is it, is it blamed on fatigue? What's the reason you would lose focus? And now we're in the sprint part of the season.
0: You know what? There's there's human nature. There's complacency. There's fatigue. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of a lot of reasons why you could point to different points of the season where you're not playing your best baseball, uh, and it doesn't look good, you know. So, you know, they had a team meeting afterwards just to address those things. But I, I feel like, you know, you got to get Fromber Valdez, you've got to get Verlander, you've got to get Christian Javier, you got to get these guys getting deeper into the game. That's when the game looks really clean and they look energetic. Is when guys are pitching well. Uh, keep the teams down to one or two runs in the first five or six innings, give the team to get into the game and do what they do best. I'm not really worried about this offense. I've told you that the last couple of weeks. I feel like uh, a couple of guys are starting to come around. Bregman's driving the ball better. Uh, Jordan's just a matter of time before his timing gets there. So, you know, all these guys put into pe- those pieces offensively. I think they're sound.
1: Yeah, Steve, I- I'm with you 100. I've started, I-, I echo exactly what you're saying. I-, I I think that the fatigue they can put on a starting pitching staff and bullpen. I believe uh-huh. that they that the hitters are going that they're going to be fine. What do well enough to win, but. Will they even be in a position to do that if we don't get deep? You can't throw 80-plus pitches in less than three innings. You can't, Frommer if he's the ace of your staff, you can't run him out there like he's the fourth or fifth guy now when he's supposed to be your lead dog and has struggled since that no-hitter. So, uh, And and back to this, we'll get to pitching staff in a second. I want to make sure I don't miss out on this. I've never been a big believer in, in clubhouse meetings. I just haven't. I, I I I think they, if you win a game, everybody thinks that was the reason. Bottom line is if you come out and get punched in the face in the first three innings, nobody remembers what you said in the clubhouse. So I know yeah, Maldonado. Yeah. So for me, it's execution and technique. You can't sustain. It's like a Red Bull. The initial burst of energy after a speech, great. But guys get offended. Some guys take it personal. I've never come out of one where I thought that's the greatest meeting I've ever been in. It's going to be execution, not speeches.
0: That's right. So... Uh, you know, you, you talk about, okay, what should be said in these meetings? It's got to right. be smart. You know, right. it can't be emotional. So if it's smart and you say, listen, I know we're putting the work in, but how much are you concentrating when you're doing this work? Are you doing things perfectly every day? Because perfect practice makes perfect. You know, if you, if you practice the wrong way or you're just going through the motions, it shows up in the game. So that, that would be part of my message. I, I think that, you know, you get tired and you don't do things correctly all the time. Every throw you make with intention, every swing you make with intention, every ground ball you field, you're getting your feet in position to do things right. That way, when it speeds up, it's you've got that foundation.
1: Steve, I know your affinity, and and I, I know why for Jeremy Pena. Is there mm-hmm. ju- just to, I want you to judge his overall approach this year at the plate, mental approach the way he's handling the glove you know like i've listened to blummer talk about that i was watching the watching the game at uh, over the weekend and he was yesterday uh-huh. and he was talking about how pena went deep to the second side instead of covering the base for a possible double play right so a- have you noticed anything in the focus on both is there a tension to detail problem there on both ends for him
0: well I'm not sure if anybody works harder than Jeremy Pena yeah, right. you know, on an everyday basis. And when you talk about attention to detail, I think he's as diligent and as conscientious as any player on the team. I think he hustles. I, I love everything about his game. Me too. Um, he's just not getting the ball in the air. You know, that's, that's just, you know, mechanically something's going on. And can that bleed in, into the field if you're thinking about something? Every once in a while, it's going to just because they're tired, Sean. I mean, this is such a long, demanding uh, Game and everybody goes through that. Yep. But when you're going bad, it, it you know your mind floats every once in a while. So if you're not in position, uh, you know every once in a while, maybe that's a communication thing. Maybe he needs somebody on his right and his left to remind him. Hey, you know, guys need to talk. You know, he needs to talk. You know, I used to see Correa barking at guys all over the infield all the time, just saying, "Hey, ball hits to my right. I may be coming to third base." You know, just whatever it is. Think and talk about it beforehand. That way, everybody's in tune. So maybe there's not enough communication. You know, that's that's a good point you raised, uh, just to talk about it. just making sure because of it, it is such a, a grind at this point in the season. You need to be reminded sometimes. Yeah,
1: and it's not even the rah-rah stuff, Steve. You know what I'm saying? It's the, oh, no. like you said, it's just the simple talking to each other oh okay got you just an awareness before a play so you know and yeah, hey,
0: playing off the line right I'm playing off the line right you know you got to cover a little bit more right
1: here we're so used to this team being that their attention to detail so good and their talent so good it's really in the last half dozen years is a little bit rarefied air we haven't we, we don't see much of this and when we do they're uh-huh. able to get through it great steve sparks joins us here as he does every week at eight thirty here on Sports Talk seven ninety Steve. Back to the pitching. We had the conversation. I remember it vivid all, all year long last year. That we you kept saying and the right. How can they sustain how good they are starting and bullpen and they did all year long, all year long. And it's mm-hmm. like it was it was epic. Now let me ask you the other way. You mentioned Verlander get it right and then Fromber mm-hmm. because it's not just one or two guys. It's a bunch of them that aren't consistently great like we're used to. Do you feel? 180 degrees different about the staff than you did last year? Or is it somewhere between not as good or kind of? Where's your thought? Because you were so high on the pitching staff last year. Where's your thoughts right now on the overall pitching staff now as opposed to last year at this time?
0: Well, what makes it different is this. Okay. So Verlander has been through some little ups and downs. You know, like he might have a a little bit. He wins uh, his game in Miami, didn't pitch that well, five innings, four runs, still gets the win. He goes back to the drawing board looks and sees what he needs to fix. Doesn't panic, right? Because he's been through a million of these. Like my slider wasn't as good as I thought it should have been. What do I need to do? So he'll figure it out. So his next game, I think he pitches Tuesday. Verlander will look like Verlander again. I'm, I'm a hundred percent sure. Okay. The other guys, there's doubt and there's fear for the first time in two or three years. Valdez has been on this role. Christian Javier has been on this role. Now there's a little doubt and that does weird things to your body and when you do that instead of accelerating on some of these pitches you start decelerating and that floats your release point that 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 makes the the movement on your pitches change it's not as uh, late moving in in all of those things but when there's doubt it's a little bit different so there's doubt in those two guys mind there's no question in my mind that they're wondering, what do I need to do? They're trying, you know, in, in between, they're they're trying a couple of things and seeing if it'll translate. Uh, but it, it, say say if you're trying to correct the wrong thing, that's just going to compound the problem. So sometimes it's just a matter of, all right, I'm, I'm going to just take a deep breath, see the glove and hit it. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm athletic enough just to rip it.
1: And Steve, you make such a great point. It's like, like putting, which I do too much of, or, or I'm on the greens too much time putting two and three, three jack and too many types. It's, de- it's like decelerating with a the putter. There's nothing smooth. You're uh-huh. hesitant. You don't see it right. And it's the same with quarterbacks I train. I got guys that'll decelerate and start to aim. And before you know it, their accuracy, yeah. instead of aim small, miss small, it's aim big, miss big. And so with this, and isn't it, I, you looking at it from, who's a Cy Young guy every year. What, what Javier did last year? The ability to fix that urgently without being panicked or demoralized. The fragility of sports is crazy, isn't it, Steve? You think, how can those two guys not be confident after what they did? Yet, when that creeps in anywhere and it does on the best of the best, that'll paralyze you quicker than anything.
0: It does. You know, I lived it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I lived with that creeping in my mind and fighting that my my entire career. And I think I think half of the guys do. You know, and I think hitters probably do even more than pitchers, just because they have to deal with failure so often. It's just, all right, don't panic. You know, keep, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, it's working, so you got to stay with it. So, but it's hard. I mean. It, I can't even imagine if you're a guy that reads social media, right? As a player, you know, I right. can't even imagine. You know the the roller. Coaster it's a tough enough job be. without
1: so, social media and reading it, Steve. You're so you're right. Yeah.
0: yeah, or talking to your parents, just saying, "What's wrong with you?" You know, even you, mom, you're going to ask me that <laughs> <Right>. too. So <laughs> right. uh, it's never any. It's really hard. And I wanted to touch on one thing. You know, you look at the Mariners; they're creeping in, and, and you you see where the Astros are, are kind of positioned right now. In Boston, you know, if they, they play the Astros seven out of the next ten days, if they win both of those series, they leapfrog, right? Yep. They're, they're ahead of them. And they win the tiebreaker. And I mentioned they win the tiebreaker because I think back to June 8th. It, it was a day that some Astros fans will remember that Jordan Alvarez tweaked his oblique and he missed the next six or seven weeks. But it was also a very important day because the Astros were playing the Blue Jays. They lost the previous two games, and the series was tied against Toronto at three apiece on June seventh. June eighth was the rubber game, so the tiebreaker is if you're tied with a team, and say if the Astros are tied with the Toronto Blue Jays for the third wild card right after the last day of the season, the tiebreaker settles it. And on June eighth, the Astros lost three to two to Toronto with Stromberg on the mound, who was pitching great at the time. They lose that game three to two. So if the Astros are tied with Toronto in any scenario, now uh, the edge goes to Toronto with no, no playoff game, nothing. It's just a tiebreaker.
1: And the Red Sox are starting to heat up a little bit, Steve, getting some pretty decent pitching. Devers is is starting to smoke it again. He did over the weekend. I watched all those games right. and having them come here. Steve, about this with this four-game series. And, you know, they'll they'll compete and they'll get after it, but – with this, the, the the grind to get to the wild card, I, don't you have to treat these next four games like it's a manage them like it's a playoff series, Steve? Don't you? Yeah, Especially when you mentioned the do. tiebreaker.
0: You, you know, all these games are going to take on a different sense of urgency, and you you hope to you see that reflected. And but that's what's going to make it fun to watch as, yep. as a player, uh, fun to broadcast. Uh, it, it's just intriguing. All that stuff is, is just a lot of fun. There's no cushion, so you worry a little bit as a fan like, oh, these guys are going to be so tired even if they do get to the uh, playoff. Well, yeah, that was the case for seven or eight of the other teams in the playoffs last year, too. The Astros just ran the gamut, had a cushion, were able to arrest these guys, and they flew through these through the, through the playoffs last year. So uh, it's going to be different. I don't think it's anything uh, as a fan. I wouldn't look forward to and enjoy because I think it's going to be drama filled until the last week of the season when the Astros go to Seattle and Arizona, two teams that are going to be fighting for playoff positions too. Uh, I think uh, all these games are going to matter and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I would just urge people instead of fretting over it and, and getting upset about the team just enjoy how fun this is and watch the process and watch this journey. See who comes up. Who turns into JT France at just the right time?
1: Right. And or Jeremy Pena last year's postseason. Right, Steve? I mean, right. guys that rise. It's And if they don't, then you go back. I mean, it's a bummer and it'll validate some of the fans concerns. Some of all our, <laughs> including the Astros. But uh, it it, it, hell yeah. But you know what? Kind of nice to get into the grind and, 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 and have to slog around into a little bit and see how you come out. Because in truth, if they do come out of this, Steve. They may be better for it come postseason because they had to fight yeah, again right. to get to it. So I know we're trying to give some motivational speeches <laughs> and talk everybody off right, a ledge. You but. sound like Chris Farley right now. <laughs> but we're doing it down by the river, right? <laughs> the van down by the That's river. That's right. This should be a, uh, an interesting, great series. Red Sox coming in, and there's a lot on the line, not just here, but uh, the, uh, the collateral damage across the American League and the wild card as well. Steve, great stuff, man. We'll be tuned in listening, and uh, can't wait for this 4 game, remember. And we appreciate your insights, uh, as always, my man. You got it, Sean. Take care, buddy. Me too, buddy. Thanks. That's great, Steve Sparks. We'll come back and discuss. He is so right. And isn't it? Think about this. You got a guy who logs innings and is one of the best in a league. And a fragile, sometimes fragility can sit in, and you can't have that at this stage. Hopefully, Fromber and Javier get out of it quickly. I do trust that Verlander can, too. He's seen a million of these, right? Sports Talk 790